All right, welcome back to a the second episode of our new series where we discuss artists and some of the I don't know what albums. Yeah, that albums, they release. Uh, yeah. And today we got uh, David Dickinson on. What's up, brother? I'm back. He's back. He's back. And uh, I'm Matthew, and alongside is Andy. Awesome. So, David. Yes. Lay it on us. What do you want to talk about? This one is, you know, when I saw you guys doing this series, you know, I thought this was a very interesting one. And um, one of my, you know, all-time favorite albums to do on, on is uh, a band that I grew up loving is one of my top five favorite bands of all time, Slipknot. And I think, you know, a lot of people who grew up around the same time I did who got into this genre could say the very same about Slipknot. And they could uh, say, you know, that they're probably a big influence on anybody who's played musically. And uh, when it comes to like a favorite album, I think Slip uh, Iowa, which, which is would be their second album, is probably, my opinion, their best album and my personal favorite album. I just think that was kind of the band's peak performance. I think it's their heaviest album, yeah, for sure. Um, and then the saw the track list on it, and um, more appreciation, of course, as the years went on. You know, of course, every Slipknot album they've made, I've been a fan of, but. I think Iowa is still one you always have to compare it to. Right on, man. Um, I so I feel like I'm a Fairweather fan, which mm-hmm. is weird, because there's always like there's bands where I can listen to all the whole album all the way through. Yeah, Slipknot for me was listening to a few songs off of each album. Right, that's how I kind of felt. But Iowa is crazy, start to finish, start it's, to finish, dude. It's it's insane from the start where it goes from uh, like that intro where mm-hmm. you get like that five one five right yeah. into people equal shit song, mm-hmm. which they, you know goes right in there disaster pieces and then so on and so forth. The album just flows nicely together, and uh, like you said, there's, there's not a bad song on the album in my opinion. Uh, you know that intro I saw especially um, when I saw there was like a tenth anniversary for Iowa. They did like a documentary about it. You know, when I watched that, they just talked about it. They went in depth, in depth with it more, um, so forth. And some of the things they went through, because this was essentially written and made um, during the cycle of their first album touring. Yeah. And they said, like, if they didn't go some of the things they went through, Iowa wouldn't have been produced. So, I mean, it's a very dark album, too. Oh, for sure. It's, very dark album. It's, there's a, like, I think the song Disaster Pieces, you can just hear the anger in that song. The first line, yeah, the first <laughs> I'm gonna line. repeat it, but it's so graphic. Like, exactly. It's, I mean, again, and then uh, it's something else. That intro, the five one five. You know, I always wondered for years, like, what is going on here in that intro? In that intro, what is? And I actually on? saw in the documentary what what that was. Is uh the DJ guy from Slipknot, Sid Wilson, so he got back from like part of a tour or something like that. I can't remember the full story, but it was his grandfather who raised him what passed away. And he just basically said, he went in the studio, he said, leave the mic on. And he let out all his anger and frustration, you know, just yelling anything he could get out. You need, that's what you hear at the beginning of that album. He said, that's just a lot of those voices. They just, that's him from him yelling in the studio. His just anger and frustration. He had to get out. That's insane. Yeah, that, that's Dude. what I said. Like, I didn't know. Like I said, it sounds like almost like when I first heard it, it almost sounds like someone's drowning. Yeah, like, we're trying right. to like gas for air. But when I saw that, uh, you know, he he got emotional even talking about it, like about you know just him letting out his anger from somebody he grew up with passing away. Dude, I I was watched this one video on them. 
where like to get themselves pumped up before a show, they <laughs> yeah. flip a coin and whatever they didn't get, they'd get suckered in the face by another <laughs> and remember like punch each other in the face just to get themselves pumped up for a show. And I just sat there and this is like when MySpace was huge. I was yeah. just sitting there on like, my computer going, Holy shit. Yeah, they were like in their early days, they were psychos. Like they were yeah. like they they'll say they were nine psychos from Iowa. Yeah, I and mean, that's the other thing to make nine people in a band work out to get along, yeah, and it was for years the, the same nine people too yeah. for so many years. Well, the when they their first album was out, mm-hmm. um, I watched some live videos that they played, and they, they start off with like, "Well, I think it's sick." Yeah, well, I <laughs> think it's. Like, I love that. <laughs> we joke I around, love but, that. But like Joey Jordison stands on his drum set, and he's doing all like that, yeah, like the flailing, and someone's just holding his shoes, and he's like, "Well, I think it's sick." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that was. Oh yeah, so that's like, definitely like again that first album, another great one. And to me, it was hard to talk about. You know, when everybody asked me what the, what the best Slipknot album is, it's always hard between those two. But Iowa just seems like it took that step further. Mm. You know, there's basically here's the first album, and then how can we get heavier? How can we get darker? And I think they took that with Iowa. What was the first Slipknot song you heard where you're like, yeah, this is a band? I'll That's a good question. First Slipknot song I ever heard, honestly. Well, I mean, I didn't even. Don't tell me it was like Duality or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not, not that song, but uh, no, because I didn't get it. I went, because I think first album I, or time I listened to Slipknot was kind of around when Volume 3 came out. Okay. And I, would, I didn't listen to Iowa previously, but uh, I think it was Before I Forget, too. I oh, think okay. that might have been yeah. the first one. Oh, you know, it was either, either that or, yeah, no, it was Before I Forget. And then I went back and discovered. Um, most of the Iowa, all the Iowa album actually, and then the first album. Just listening to those two, and it's so different from Volume Three, yeah, and so sure. on. It's just those first two albums. Well, vo- there's a voice change too, right? And yeah. uh, I'll never forget. <laughs> I really pissed off a kid online one time uh, on MySpace. Yeah, so kind of dating MySpace. myself there. Huh? Yeah, so Man, really going back to the here. We go. So <laughs> I found this video on YouTube, which is hysterical. Slipknot performed on Saturday Night Live in like the 90s, late 90s, and someone took away their music and put La 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 Bamba on it. Oh, yeah. So it's like, La 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 Bamba. <laughs> yeah. And they're like headbanging, and I posted it. I think it was hysterical. This kid messaged me and chewed me out. He's like, Don't you ever post something like that with that band again. And I was like, Dude, you need to relax. That would have been yeah. funny. I know. Anyway. It was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I actually think the first time I listened to Slipknot, you actually show me them. We were in your car. Yeah, you. it was um, Heretic Anthem. We were driving in the car. I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, who is this? And you're like, this is Slipknot. I'm like, really? Because I remember I never even listened to the music insane. at all in high school. And um, I just, I think the whole mask thing kind of turned me off because mm-hmm. I just kind of. That turned a lot of people off. Yeah, but then like, what? I don't, I think it's sweet now. But yeah. like, you know, going and listen, and then you listen and start listening to the music. Dude, this is like really good. It's really cutting edge too. I, yeah Yeah, i will say like what caught my attention at first was the masks Mm -hmm. but here's the thing you know okay i get it the masks and all that but you can only look at that so long right i think one of the members even said you know okay yeah we wear masks but once you're done past that point you actually start appreciating the music more and more and of Mm -hmm. course yeah the mask that's an attention getter yeah pretty much uh i'm quick real quick off topic high one dead is a band that straight up says we use the masks for gimmick only and that's it they know they'll take them off when they're like a couple songs in so I Slipknot that? doesn't Hollywood Undead. Oh, okay. But, you know, Slipknot, you know, they wear the mask because that's part of who they are now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's so much more than just those nine masks you see. You know, I, it's the music that really got me, you know. You know, to be one of my favorite bands, it's not Image. You know, again, yeah. this is a band that's yeah. top five bands for me. This is not, it was not an Image thing alone. Just listening to those songs, listening to that first, those first two albums. And, of course, getting me 
with Before I Forget off um, Volume 3, you know, that's what it really takes. You got to have that music. You Image can only do so much for you. Right. Yeah. But I think the cool, like, I was turned off by The Mask as well. But once you start watching documentaries and, like, stuff, and they talk about to the music. What, yes. what those masks meant to them, you're yeah. like, all right, so there was a meaning. It wasn't like I just want. I just want to put this on. It wasn't like mm-hmm. that. It's like yeah. no, there's a lot of meaning behind each mm-hmm. each other's mask. Crazy, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, they definitely. That's what again. Um, so from there on, you know, I just think Iowa. What, I can't remember what song it was. Probably what my the one that I was, as I was listening to Iowa. Like I was thinking, like this is amazing how I'm going through. But I think one of the songs that put me over was "Left Behind" on Iowa. Yeah, yeah, that, I like that song a lot. That one, I don't, I don't know what it is, but just, it was just like the fast pace. It was just like I don't know. The chorus was very catchy too. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I think that one is probably up there. When you were mentioning the Heretic anthem earlier, mm-hmm. I love. It's yeah, got I a. It's that. got a weird, weird yeah. intro with like that intro. little like eight seven six six yeah. six five six, four three six, two one, six, and then like, just that that yeah. hi hat counts in the guitar six, comes six, in. Six, oh, six, you just know like it's about to go down. You just know it is about to go down, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've been I really getting to... into. Uh, I've been really getting into surfacing a lot. I know it's not Iowa. But yeah, I like surfacing a lot. I've been that was a song that. that like they always would play like last because mm-hmm. like that was like their slip. The slip. I forgot what they called like the new like anthem or whatever. Yeah, something like that. The other one I liked was My Plague. That's my Plague. Yeah, My Plague is a good song yeah. too on Iowa. That chorus is really good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. There's the last song on the album is called Iowa. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on in that. It's I have. But no, it's like a 15-minute song. I looked it up. I was doing some research before we did this. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty messed up. But <laughs> take it as it is. I don't really know how much truth there is to it. But right. it says, oh, man, I just had it. Ah, recording and production. Here we go. Like I said, that's like a 15-minute song at least. Yeah, yeah I just is. lose it. Like, you you, you always, can just say the story because you told me. There's you told always me. different things All right, going yeah. on. So here we go. Uh, Corey Taylor revealed that he that he put himself in specific situations to achieve his performance on the album. While recording vocals for the final song, Iowa, he was completely naked, vomiting all over himself and cutting himself with broken glass. Wow. Quote, uh, that's where the best stuff comes from, unquote, he explains. Quote, you've got to break yourself down before you can build something great, unquote. Where where was that? What website said that? It's Wikipedia. No, oh, so it may or may but, not be. But I mean, true. But anyway, may or as may I said, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. So yeah. right, yeah. But if you listen to I me, mean, that would maybe he did do it. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. just because again, all the stuff they went through, like recording that album, and they like, <laughs> I think it was like, um, the clown from Slipknot. Like mm-hmm. he was saying, like he's like, I want to know how like dark I could get without getting any kind of legal action pressed <laughs> against me, or like without having one of my family members turn against me. Something like that along That's those insane. lines. Like he, they, he's, he's a very interesting guy. He's, I mean, he's a lot of the brains behind Slipknot. Yeah, clown. He yeah. does a lot of the directing for the videos. He does a lot of the writing. Uh, him and Paul Gray were really a lot the main writers in that band. I didn't I know. know that. Yeah, him and of course Corey Kid Taylor. But yeah, it was Paul, clown well, I, and Corey. I also didn't know that Corey Taylor had Stone Sour before Slipknot, right? Yeah, I thought it was after. Yeah, that's something I actually found out later on too. Like, I think you might have told me that because yeah, what happened was like, I think when Stone Sour was going on, he got the offer for Slipknot that took off, and that's why Stone Sour didn't release their first album until like 2002, because like he was able to go back once the Iowa cycle was over. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Hmm. 
Dude, I couldn't I couldn't imagine the mental toll that takes on you when you're deliberately doing that to yourself just to make this album. I mean, they're talking, well, not even for that song, just for all of them too. I, just I, to put, just, yeah, the yeah, right. Like the whole like, album, just like a, like a mental stress and physical stress on your body just to write this album. Yeah, and on the page, it's literally saying that people were he, Corey Taylor was going through an alcohol addiction, and yeah. everyone else was going through drug addiction. So mm-hmm. can you imagine. Everyone in the studio's got some sort of addiction, some oh, sort yeah. of mental issue going on. Mm. Well, they said, and especially they said, "I was sick. Yeah. I was awesome." Yeah, and that's what they I said think too. It's sick. <laughs> I think it's sick. Yeah, I think. <laughs> or I think it's sick. <laughs> and that's another thing. Like nine guys going at each other too. They said there was times that they pretty much hate each other, which I could see. I mean, you're oh, yeah. com- you're compressed in a little bus. Like, yeah, listen, uh, how much yeah, do a normal band people. have? Four or five members. And yeah, nine of them. Yeah, together. So I mean, that's bus, yeah. couldn't imagine the touring cycle with that been. Like. Could you imagine like starting out in like a van or something like no. that? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. probably had to split that up. Oh, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. Um, but if it's something like that that came, like mm-hmm. that's just something different. And uh, when was the la- when was the first time you saw Slipknot? I saw Slipknot at Rock on the Range, and I don't remember what year. I remember a Rock on the Range too, but I know they've played multiple times. So I, went- I think I saw them the first time was no, because you went. A lot of the years that I went, right? Most of them, but I've only seen them once. I know. I know they've played. I don't know if you saw okay, them. Okay, so I've time. seen them twice. So I think I saw them once without you there. Probably. And then, I mean, that was just crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Well, I remember the first, like the time I saw them was at Rock on the Range. I think that was 2015. Is that when Cheryl got thrown? Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's when he got thrown. Pretty much. <laughs> our, I mean, bu- that- our buddy got toss yeah, that thing was bro that yeah, was brutal they, though they threw chris and he had a pretty nice shiner under his eye what yeah. during slipknot yeah, yeah. Oh. i mean like it's probably like a few seconds into that's it too. yeah mm-hmm. dude like that'd be like one of the pits you'd have to really watch your ass he, he messed with this guy that was yeah. like two times bigger than him didn't realize it yeah and he was just moshing for fun yeah not knowing that this guy is chasing him to like beat him up it was so funny was that that yeah <laughs> you oh, just geez. see Chris running oh, yeah. in a circle, moshing with everyone. Yeah, the this next guy's day, chasing him. The next day, I yeah. see him. He's got like an eye purple. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And, uh, one of the things that did it for me for that, um, you know, I was skeptical about it first because, first of all, this is a new album in five years because this is after Paul Gray passed away, their bass player. So there was a lot of r- different writing going on. Oh, you this was also the show. Like, what when, when you saw them? Yeah, when I saw oh, them. Hmm. So Paul Gray wasn't there. Joey Jordison was not there since he had left two years previously. Now, I can't remember if I saw them with George Jordison or not. I think oh, okay. I did. Okay, yeah. Mm, I think timelines, that's like, timelines. I will weird. say uh, probably the only one of the only reasons I wouldn't see him now is because they don't have Joey Jordison. Yeah. Um, I feel like he was kind of like the glue. I wouldn't say he's the glue, but he was. I well, I mean, they're all like the main pieces, obviously. But like he, I mean, without him, I just yeah, feel like the he, the rhythm isn't as it's real tough. But their new yeah. guy is very good. Jay Weinberg yeah. is his name, yeah. and he's actually, if I'm not mistaken he's the son of max weinberg who is drummer i don't know if he still is but he's a longtime drummer of uh bruce springsteen oh really for the east street band yeah hmm. i forgot what jay was in before i think he was in against me at one point but mm. they he came That's in and filled difference. that role uh, yeah. yeah i bet and then the new bass player i can't even think of his name it's some i um, actually it was funny it's I think, some like yeah i looked it up Hispanic today. name yeah it is um it's like alexander yeah but he if i if i remember correctly i was reading like he played for like Mudvayne and like he played for some like good like good. I cannot remember bands. the name like mm. what was, band he played in. Yeah, if I can, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember if it was Mudvayne, but mm-hmm. but like yeah. going into that, I was like wondering like how are they you know how is it gonna be without them? And they still killed it. I mean, the seven guys continue with those two. It worked out very well. And the other thing I was impressed with was the set list that they chose. 
you know, even though in that one they only played one song off Iowa, which was the Heretic Anthem, mm-hmm. they went. It was like their second song. They opened with like Scat. Um, can't remember. The, it's off the new album, Scatatropic or something like that. And right into the Heretic Anthem, and right into Psychosocial. So to play those three songs right in a row, I thought was the coolest thing ever. Funny, you guys. Did have you, you like that album? What's that? All hope is gone. Uh, it's not that I didn't like yeah, it. It's, it's just, just definitely it, the worst out of their five. I think. Okay. Yeah, that's hard. The way I, I know. About it. Well, it's funny. Like going, kind of going to Psychosocial. I was watching um, the movie The Punisher Warzone, and there's this very end part where he like goes in, like just all these bad guys are trying to hunt him down, and all of a sudden you just hear the. You just see him, he's, like, getting ready, and as soon as he's about to, like, storm this building with, like, like 200 guys trying to kill him, all of a sudden they start playing psychosocial. <laughs> like, yeah, he's about to, yeah, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's pretty cool. What movie is it? Uh, the Punisher Warzone. It's, oh. it's a Marvel. It's like a Marvel okay, movie. Okay, so the new bass player's name is Alessandro Venturella. It's very Hispanic yeah. name. Yeah, I looked it up today. And That's he right. was in a band called Crocodile. And Cry for Silence was his other band. Oh. So I don't know either yeah. of those bands personally. Where'd you get Mudvayne? I might have been someone else in the band. Oh. I, I saw Mudvayne somewhere. I mean, oh, yeah. I watched some live videos with their new drummer. It's definitely not Cor- It's sorry, definitely not Joey Jordison, but oh, no. I don't think Joey could do what he used to do after that. I, I will well, say, though, the, the, I will say, though, like, The Devil and I, like, kind of like a newer song. Mm-hmm. I will say I really, really like that song. I'm, um, not, I'm not disputing that. It's I really like that. It's more of, like... Um, I, I just feel like it's different, but but mm-hmm. Joey Jordison so isn't. This is my opinion. I don't think he's as sloppy as this dude. Like this dude isn't. He's tight. Yeah. But there's a few things when he's playing some of Joey Joey Joey's stuff live. Yeah. It's like I get it, dude. It's got to be really hard to like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Joey Jordison. And he, I mean, good yeah. for him too. I mean, why why would you copy every single little thing Joey? Yeah, did? Right. You know, put your own fills in certain Absolutely. places as a drummer. You know, Absolutely. if you got a different fill. Than what Joey would do, why not try it? I mean, as do, long as it's the same rhythm and stuff, and you can keep up, yeah, I think you, that's good. Do you know if Joey used triggers? I think I, he did. If you hear this, some of his yeah. live stuff, it sounded like he did. I mean, it's very. Possible. I know some people don't. Some I know some drummers like, oh, triggers are like cheating triggers. or whatever. But it, you, you can't cheat. No, triggers. it's a different that's, sound. That's the, it's a different dumbest, sound. So there was a my buddy was at a show, and the drummer was. Um, Getting stuff mic'd up, and he had the triggers on. He was using it. The guy's like, "You're cheating!" And he turned the triggers off, and still did, like nailed his double bass part. <laughs> yeah, because you don't. It doesn't make you better at double bass. Yeah, a lot it of people do makes it. Makes it sound. A lot of people do it for recording purposes, so they want it to kind of sound like the record, like the recording, I guess. But mm-hmm. I don't mind triggers. I hate whatever. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it just sounds like a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> you can tune it differently, so it doesn't sound like that. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But no, I thought he held his own after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. But um, I don't know. The only thing I, I, about that time we saw Slipknot at Rock on the Range, I just wish they would have played more from Iowa instead yeah. of just like those, that one song, Heretic mm-hmm. Anthem. I mean, they were put, they just put out the Grey Chapter, so they were just doing a lot of promotion from that new album. You know what? So there was a lot of that. I think I did see it with Joey Jordison. Did you? Yeah, because it was after. It was a little bit after All Hope Is Gone. Okay, mm. that makes and sense. He's wearing that crown. Oh yeah, I remember it seeing like sick. pictures of him like mm. But like to see that live performance, I mean, like I said, that's a band I grew up on, and to be able to see that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm like just somebody in middle school. I think <laughs> All Hope Is Gone came out when I was like in middle school, just listening at the album. I had the poster in my room, just like then I came to life. Uh, I rock in the range, 2015. So that was just you, definitely a surreal thing to see. 
I know we we said we we're gonna talk about Slipknot and Iowa and their albums, but like we we're gonna jump around on this stuff too. I mean, like, yeah, sure. What do you think about that? Uh, it's not even Rock on the Range anymore, but what do you think about that lineup? Sonic Temple. Yeah, it's very that looks different. Sick. You know, it is different in a way because there are a lot of new things going on there. Yeah, let me ask you this: Is it still at that stadium? Yeah, yeah. Because I know that there. I mean, I know that. They, it got bought out, but they're they're gonna keep it there. They're gonna because I heard so that they might like move Col- what, the it was stadium. Like Columbus Crew Stadium. Yeah, it's Crew. Matt yeah. Free. It's Matt Free. Yeah. Um, and Rock on the Range basically like shut it down after last year. Well, what happened? I think was the two promoters, AEG and Danny Wimmer, um, split. Hmm. So it's just Danny Wimmer that does the festival now. I don't think he could legally use the name Rock on the Range. Mm. So I think that's what it basically was. So what's it called now? Sonic Temple is Dude, the name. The, the lineup is incredible. It's, you know what though? I will say they are getting they're getting kind of ballsy on it. I like it, but yeah, like well, having, it's a very having wide ghost, genre. I, I like it, but having Ghost as a co headliner, like some people aren't a fan of that. Me, yeah. I'm a fan of it. Just oh, because I like I'm, ghost. I'm such a big Ghost fan. Oof, I'm the only one. No, I like no, no, I like I like Ghost. <laughs> I have to listen to them more. No, I like, Bring Me the Horizons, a co-headliner. That's which, gonna be sick. Do you remember when we saw Bring Me the Horizon? How insane that pit was. Yeah, crazy. They, which they actually had a have a warning before their show. If you actually back to the Slipknot thing on uh, Bring Me the Horizons' first album, they have a cover of Eyeless. Yeah, by Slipknot on there. It was on the Counter Blessings album. That's when, like, a good song too. That's when uh, like Bring good. Me the Horizon was like. Grindcore or like yeah. death or whatever you want to call it, and then uh, the prodigy. I don't know what the deal is with that, but the lineup. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I'd go. It's Fever's it's a, playing, of course. One of the best, yeah. one of the best bands of 2018. Dude, that was still a sick show. Oh yeah, even at the Foundry, it's still really cool. Oh, that and, and like as we were walking out of the Foundry, Jason just like walks right by Matt, like says what's up, and like we just had like no idea. Yeah, like, huh? Just like Dude, yeah, I had well, to double take. Like I saw you talking to some guy. I was like, "Who the hell are you talking to?" I just look over and it's Jason. I was like, "So I grabbed David. I'm like, Dude, let's go because I want to try to catch them outside, like into at like their trailer or whatever." But like these three like shirtless, sweaty dudes walk in, and I'm just like, "To double take, but oh shit, that's Jason." Of course, that's like the only one I really wanted to see. I yeah. like the other two dudes; they're really cool mm-hmm. too. But hmm. I don't know oh, because of that live. Oh, and just how cool he was too. Yeah, like he didn't mind taking pictures or anything. That was good. I was happy to. That was so, happy to go to that. So one. who else though is at this? Um, yeah, I was. I'm actually. If yeah. you guys want to, I'm just Food Fighters. Keep, oh man, is one of them. Sorry, what a hard I pass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I've waited here for. All right. System of Down. I know is the other headline. Yeah, that's gonna be really? sick. System of Down. Is, is now playing. is it is it like those same weekends? Like All right. how they used yeah. to do but it. Guess what other same. bands there. Hmm. Scars on Broadway, which is which yeah, is which is Darren's, but Darren's band. Yeah. How weird is yeah. that? I think that's kind of weird. The one I actually like is uh, this sounds crazy that I like this, but I'm ex- like I would definitely like to see Joan Jett and the Heartbreaks. God damn it! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with this guy. That's so what? I'm very yeah, diverse. I just, I'm, I'm very, of, I'm very I like, diverse. I you know? like ripping on. Lamb of God's have, on there. Yeah, David and I have a very good understanding. Like I'll, I'll, yeah, fuck I'll, with him all the time. Yeah, Lamb Parkway Drive. Parkway is always good. Kill Switch, I think, is on there. Mm-hmm. Issues is going to be there, which you know. I whatever. can pass on issues. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just I've it's one too many times. Tom Morell is going to be there. I didn't. Hmm. Oh shoot! Architects, I didn't see that now. Is, architects, is architects. Sick. I just yeah. pulled it up now. Movements, movements is good. If Gojira, Mashuga, dude, I like Gojira like some, a lot. If you like some overseas metal, <laughs> movements is good. If you want to sit there and cry for a half hour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The one I really like that's on there, and I think we I talked to you about this before, is we've, you know, I'm 
they're not a band I'd really listen to at all, but a band called Don Broco is on there who's yeah. who's very they're not even they're not really hard rock, they're not metal, but they're like rocky, rock hmm. pop kind of thing. Hmm. I'm surprised I actually like them, but they're something good. And then Distur- Bad Wolves. Bad Dist- Wolves is the other one. Yeah, and Disturbed's gonna be there too. Now who's so who's gonna are they doing so who's doing the headlining for the three days? Are they are so they just Foo Fighters, System of Down, Disturbed? Are the three headliners? Are the three headliners, oh, the wow. co-headliners. Yeah, <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon, the Prodigy, and Ghost. I could literally. I would rather die than see the Prodigy. <laughs> Prodigy. I've never even heard of them. Oh, they're yeah. just they're weird. Like, I don't know. They're they're not really rock either. They're like some kind of techno, not techno, but like they got that kind of vibe to them. Mm. I. They're like a softer Nine Inch Nails in a way. Oh, I don't know if I. I don't I, like I don't, Nine Inch I shouldn't Nails. Dig so. that. Yeah, I don't really got anything either. No, Black Label Society. Beartooth. Oh, Beartooth. I mean, you can't go wrong with them. Uh, horror, I like. All right, so Street. in this moment is one of those bands where I'm just like, maybe I'm just being vain, but like I don't know how they have fans. Oh, I love them this one. Oh, God, see, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I like them. Oh, I actually, that's one I actually really do enjoy. I like them more than Hailstorm, my personal opinion. Like, I just think they're a little different. I the, think I think Maria Brinks, she's got like this, she can sing, but she can scream as well, which Lizzie can do from Hailstorm as well. Uh, the Plot in You and Basement, I would definitely, if you're going, I would go see them. I, I have never seen... Mm. Base, uh, I haven't seen Basement yet, but I caught the plot in you on accident one time, and they were just awesome. Really? The other one, um, I just see three in a row right now, Wage War, Hands Like Houses, and While She Sleeps. While oh, She yeah. Sleeps is one I'd like to see, because they do that song with um, that dude from Bring Me the Horizon. The vocalist? Yeah. Ollie Sykes? Yeah, they have a song with him, hmm. which I'm sure if they play it on the same day that they would collaborate for that. But wait, yeah, th- Wait this a second, is... wait a second. Pauly Shore is going to be at the comedy tent. I saw that. Isn't that the dude from uh, Jersey Shore? No, I think it's a different guy. Oh, God. Comedy tent. Yeah, like, oh. Did you see the other name that's on the comedy tent? Henry Rollins? <laughs> that'd be kind of sick, though. Henry Rollins honest. is cool. He's, a, he's an anarchist. Yeah, but that'd be kind of cool to like, listen to him rant. He's an anarchist. Him. I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. Huh. He's an interesting character. Hmm. But no, I mean, this is the, he said that he was going to take a different step for this festival pretty much i saw that i could see that because there are different some different things going on like the prodigy uh the hives the distillers who aren't really action action bronson who's not really dude that dude's gonna keel over any day he's he's i'm like a i'm a big dude that dude's huge he's something big Hmm. yeah um again so i'm glad that he still kept it to like a primarily hard rock and metal festival but just so everyone knows david's wearing a nails hoodie so, find him on Instagram and dog him for his nails hoodie. Yeah, but he's also wearing a. I'm just kidding. So it's, it's, it's like a Zach. It's like a Zach Wild slash. I'm only joking. I Black like, Sabbath I, hat though, I or, like uh, nails. or beanie. I like nails. Sure. Like, we talked about my diver- my our diversity is wild. Yeah, yo, it's good. It's good I stuff. Like, yeah, it's good. What stuff. do you think about the new Slipknot song? A lot life. So I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Honest, I don't know. If I I'm, haven't heard it yet. So I don't know if I'm biased just because it's one of my top five favorite songs bands but i think you know it's it's a fast song for sure you know mm-hmm. Corey's vocals i think are strong on there um it's long it's a little it's definitely a longer song they put out it's almost like a six minute song so do i think they need to go as long with the song i'm not sure but it's yeah. definitely a good song it kind of seemed like um from the things i read in 
I wish I would have read more on both sides of the situation of what happened with Slipknot and Joey Jordison. Mm-hmm. But what I read about Joey Jordison was he said that when he was going through all that health issues, um, he was laid up in a hospital. Only one member from Slipknot went to visit him. Hmm. And then he found out afterwards that he was fired and that they were. I never know if like he was fired or he quit because they'll say he quit. That he'll say he was fired. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wish we don't know. Both sides. We, we but have no idea who's telling the truth or what's not. But he's doing kind of crummy, dude. You're working so hard, and then yeah, guys you know for <laughs> years just bail on you. Like, exactly. But he's yeah. he's doing good with some bands he's doing now. He did that Scar Isn't the Martyr for a bit, which I wasn't huge on, and now he's doing sensanum which is a little heavier yeah and then the one i really like right now is called vimic but vimic's only got like four songs out right now but the four songs i've heard are amazing it's basically scar the martyr but with a different vocalist mm. they just seem to take a new direction new vocalist i like one of the songs has dave mustaine on it for guitar parts so they, mm. they're, they're good you know that's one they were in cleveland last year and i wish i just could have seen just to be able to which see Joe, uh vimic okay i wish i could have seen um Joey play. Just that, say you saw Joey play. Oh, that would yeah, be a cool definitely. thing. And, I mean, you and I, too, are drummers. As mm-hmm. a drummer, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Definitely. I remember back when, like, he did, like, a thing with Promark. Like, when they were getting the ink ready for mm-hmm. the Promark drumsticks, he got, like, two big things of blood drawn out of him. He dumped his blood in the ink. And so, like, his, the ink they used to make that is mixed in with his blood to, like, make like this. permanently? Like, the Promark? Like, yeah, it's on the sticks, yeah. Like, the, oh. ink, the ink used was mixed with his blood. These guys are insane. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> definitely different. Can we, talk, can we also talk about how tall their guitarists are? Yeah. They're yeah. giants. Well, that one guy, Mick, yeah. Mick is, he's, he's, he's just an big, overall big he's guy. He's a giant. Like he's, yeah. yeah. I think I read it was, like, I think it was after that last album came out. Like, him and his brother got in an argument, and gonna... he was literally stabbed in the back of the head. Yeah. And he's just, like, he didn't have, like, didn't have to, any major issues from like, it fine. he went on tour like two weeks later yeah. i you, remember i opened imagine... up twitter and it's like breaking news slipknot guitarist drunken fight with his brother <laughs> i remember stabbed that. and i was like stabbed at the back of the head i was like what could you jim root are tall dudes yeah. could you imagine though like how we were talking about them getting pumped up punching each other in the face getting punched by that guy in the face oh gosh no, no thanks. i'd be like oh shit i got mick today <laughs> i'm you guys might have to have a backup drummer i might yeah. get knocked out you know you know jim was in stone sour for a bit too uh, I think I heard something about. He was, that. then he got fired from Stone Sour. I don't know why. That's weird. And then you're. That's very you're, weird. And then you're, you're with, with Corey. New, new yeah. Band next with day. Corey. What's up, dude? I don't know. Yeah. How that, hey, thanks for firing me. I, yeah. I like being here, though. I don't know how that up. worked out, but yeah. I guess it did. Which Stone Sour is one I've only seen once. What was that Rock on the Range one year? Hmm. They were there one year. They were supposed to play another year. Then like the, do you remember the drummer had like a stroke like five days before? Oh, it was like band? the first what Stone band? Sour. Oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah. It was the first time I went to Rock on the Range, and I was excited to see Stone Sour. And then I like read online, and they were like, "Yeah, Roy had a stroke like five days before." That puddle not... of mud replaced him. Oh, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I I would think it was at that one. Damn it! Was oh. it the one? Was that the one where it rained? Yeah, yeah. I was it at that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was that. at that one. Maybe I'm the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's messed up. Talk about a messed up guy. Yeah, yeah. That's. Brett's mom called me out though one time because I was like, "Damn, I'm so bummed." Chris Cornell died like the night before uh, that Rock on the Range. She goes, and I was like, "I haven't seen him before." She goes, "Yeah, you have. We saw him like three years ago." And I was like, "Really? I remember. I don't remember. I saw. I remember seeing. Yeah, Soundgarden was there a couple of years ago. I think that's what it was. They and weren't I was like, anything I special, I, but yeah, they weren't anything special from what I remember. 
but I was ex- actually like it was before that one too like I saw Soundgarden was on the lineup that was the year Metallica was yeah. playing so I was already overhyped about Metallica but then like a few days before I was like you know I'm actually really excited to see Soundgarden it's been you know four years since I've seen Soundgarden so I'm excited to see him again and then literally the day before they're supposed to play he, everything happened so that yeah. was crazy how that happened mm. but yeah, actually there's okay. um my my one buddy his uncle actually lives in uh, Des Moines, Iowa and he actually he actually grew up with Corey Taylor. Like he he didn't know him like buddy buddy, but like he like they lived obviously in the same town. And he said that dude used to be bullied all the time by people. So like when he like when they Corey Taylor, yeah. So he, like he he was it wasn't him, but he's like yeah, like they're just kids like around that would bully him. Um, and he's like you know he's like I could see why that guy's like so pissed off in all his songs. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. He's telling. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I know. He's like, I used to know, know Corey Taylor. He goes. He goes. He used to work at his gas station or something. He's like, I go up there and buy cigarettes off him all the time or something. <laughs> if you listen to like how yeah. his, vo- his voice changed yeah. from like that first album though to like now, mm-hmm. like it's so different. Like you can. He's got like a mega scream on like those first two albums, and mm-hmm. then you hear like All Hope Is Gone in the last album, the Gray Chapter. Like it's just so his scream is so different just because of his vocal cord ripping. You think like it's that. better or worse? Like, what? Uh, do you think I don't think it's stuff bad. Sounds awesome, oh. like much better than I haven't really compared the two. I mean, if I had to, if you're asking me like which albums, which era I like better, definitely those first two. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say his new scream is bad. It's just singing the old material. It doesn't quite match up. But I mean, his new scream isn't. I wouldn't say it's bad. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean. I like it. I mean, again, I'm, I'm very biased with this man <laughs> for everything. Has, has he ever had to do vocal surgery? Oh, I imagine. I think he did. Probably. He, he, I mean, Dude, David Drainman did from Disturbed. I can't imagine uh, Corey Taylor yeah. not having. Well, the other thing of... for him to scream like that and still sing. Mm-hmm. Like most bands have two vocalists for like they have a screamer and a singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he so just does both. That's what takes the toll. Yeah. He does both. And yeah. So it's good for him. Another guy that's I heard was kind of messed up in that band was. um. Craig Jones, who's not even a real player, <laughs> he does like the samples, like uh-huh. the he's got the guy with the spike hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess like, I, if you ever see like interviews with him, he like never talks. Like he'll maybe say like a word. He's just very silent. And when they ask like Corey in an interview, like why doesn't Craig like won't he ever talk? And um, he just says like that's just the way he is. Like he won't ever speak. Like he's like he's like talking about a kid he knew like all throughout school and all that. And he's like, when he does say something, like you listen, and it scares you, because like he's always just so quiet. And then when he talks, you're like, where were you? <laughs> <It's> like jumping. <laughs> oh shit! You're yeah. right next to me the whole time, huh? They said he's incredibly strong too. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I could see a couple of those guys being like, again, Mick and Jim. Oh yeah. Being strong guys. Then there's other. Didn't they have two? They had two. Percussionists. Yeah. They yeah. had like the drummer, and then they had Sean and Chris do the percussion. Trying to think what everybody was in that band. They had one singer, two guitar players, bass player, drummer, two, two percussionists, percussionists d- sample, samples, samplers. and then the DJ. So yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, I mean, I, to make that work is interesting. <laughs> yeah, make nine guys fit on the stage. I can't. Well, I can't even. Not only that, but like I can't even imagine the writing process. Oh yeah, if you got nine different ideas, all coming from wherever, you know, all these guys agree. But yeah, it's hard to collaborate on that. I mean, good for them for doing it. Right. And I don't remember what album it was around, but I remember watching a video of Joey Jordison driving himself to the recording studio. He sits down, pushes his hair back, 
puts the headphones on, just goes, just blasts double bass. And he's just hitting the china and snare. And he just blasting. Oh it was the coolest thing. He's so mm-hmm. fast. It's incredibly fast. But I remember, yeah, that band, besides the early days, it was the same nine guys for those first four albums. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember. So I think the All Hope is Gone album cycle ended like 2009, like the tour. And 2010 was when the bass player passed away, Paul Gray. And mm-hmm. they said they, originally they didn't know if they could, they could continue with the band because he was such a big contribute to all the writing. So I remember, I remember when that happened too. Like I was listening to the radio. I was actually getting ready to go on the eighth grade like DC trip. Oh really? And I was like listening to the radio in the morning. They were talking about like Paul Gray from Slipknot has passed away. I was like, the heck is, you know, that was amazing because they said like they weren't sure if they could ever go on mm-hmm. for a bit. And at one point, they had like just like a touring live member, and they just had him stand behind stage and play. Oh really? They didn't. So they didn't at the time. They weren't comfortable with putting another guy on stage. So there, for a while, it was just the eight guys that played like a year later. They went on. I mean, I good for them, them for doing that. Yeah. yeah. That was, I think, again, they lost a key member to the band. That's why I think a lot of people don't realize how key he was in mm-hmm. the songwriting process. I remember watching something. It was Corey Taylor getting a tattoo of Paul Gray's mask. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember he, tearing up. He got very emotional during that. Corey Taylor was tearing up, and I was like, oh, shit, man. My emotions are running mm-hmm. high now, too. Yeah, because his wife was there with yeah, him, too. Yeah, she's, and like, like, consoling him, saying, like, it's okay. And she's trying to talk to him. She's, like, trying to remember all the good times with Paul and all that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that looks sweet. He got it in the back of his calf. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. watching it. Was, it. I, I'm not kidding. I was tearing up. I'm like, dude, that's I, – I haven't – Yeah, I, I can only really imagine. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's his essentially brother since he's been young. Yeah. It's like the early days of Slipknot. So, I mean, and then you just go through so much on tour together. Right. Or di- and then just however many years they were with each other. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it's going to be an emotional moment for you getting a piece of him on your body. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I couldn't even imagine. Can you imagine uh, what those flights would must have been like? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, dude. Nine of them checking in. <laughs> Oh, dude, could you imagine having to sit next to Mick Thompson? Dude, this dude's shoulders are so... Yeah. If he, if he was still wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah. He gets on that plane. Like, yeah. nine of these guys just get out of playing with masks. You're just like... Oh, obviously, they probably didn't. No, yeah, they probably couldn't. Yeah. But, no. I mean, um, uh, speaking of Mick Thompson's mask, though, there was that one, like, scary movie that came out where I was like, you guys just pretty much took Mick Thompson's mask. <laughs> oh, I can't mm. remember what it was. I think it was Sinner. Okay. Mm. Looked just like it. I thought really? it was dumb. Yeah, I, was like it. It off, I thought I was just watching Mick Thompson kill a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It's a big ogre like guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as his slipknot continues to go on and as they surely will, I'm excited to like we hear the new song. I'm excited to hear what this new al- album's gonna be about. Yeah. But i I'm always gonna compare it to Iowa. I mean that's that to me that's their album they have to always compete against. I know like you guys were talking like, when we did the first episode about Lincoln Park. Their hybrid theory, like that's yeah, they always got to compare it to that one. Like you said, that hybrid theory is defining of our generation. I'm pretty sure. I'd say another one is Iowa for sure. Slipknot's Iowa, especially mm-hmm. more for me- the metal I could side. Agree with that. Yeah, the yeah. metal side of Iowa. Like, like I said, that album was just different. It was just dark. It was just true, full on. Like if I'm going through a workout, that's an album I always. That's one of the albums I always go to. Like if I absolutely like need some extra motivation, like Iowa just gets you jacked, it gets you ready yeah, to go. It does. <laughs> I, I've added a few songs off of there to one of my workout lists, and when it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I might just lift the gym up. <laughs> yeah, just like at the beginning of People Equal Shit, where he's like, here we go again, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, yeah, here we go again. <laughs> I read somewhere where they wrote that because they were tired of 
all this pressure that they were getting about wanting to please fans and wanting to please people with their next sound. So they're like, let's just call it people equal shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares what they think? Good they did, man. It's good they did. Like just like I'm just looking at it now, the way the album flows, people equal shit, disaster piece, my plague, everything ends. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heretic anthem, gently left behind, the shape. I'm hated, skin ticket, new abortion. Metabolic in Iowa. Metabolic, again, going back to the Paul Gray thing, they said, like, this is how key Paul Gray was. He was just so musically talented. Like, when they were recording Metabolic, he said, like, something doesn't seem right. So he's like, why don't we just take it down, like, a half step? And he said, like, like note-wise? Yeah. Or? Or, yeah. And then he said it just flowed all together. Wow. Hmm. Perfectly. So, yeah. You know, it took me forever to figure out what that cover of the album was. Yeah. I had no idea had no what idea the either. hell it was. I think it's just a goat, it's right? A goat, yeah, yeah. It's a goat. For the longest time, I and I got I so I got so mad at it that <laughs> I I gave up trying to guess what it was. Yeah, what is it? Till one that I was like, all right, what the hell is that thing? And I'm like, this whole time it's a goat. I just I think it's funny too. Like, of all the places, like in the whole like even the world really, they're like from Iowa, which is just so funny. Like, like what a <laughs> well, random. That's what they said like they, yeah. they're in the middle of Iowa, yeah. they Des Moines. There's nothing to do. It's like, like, it's just cornfields. Yeah, literally. He said they literally had nothing to do out there. I guess I can imagine. Yeah. What is there to do? Absolutely nothing. I think there is, because they use it also, they do, um, like, they did something like OzFest. They did NotFest for a while. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, and there was a few years where they combined with um, OzFest and did, like, OzFest meets NotFest thing. Mm-hmm. And there was one year where Slipknot performed at the NotFest, and the only thing they did is they played Iowa from start to finish. Oh, that would all the way sick. through full album. I said I would have killed to see that. <laughs> like that was the first time they ever did the Shape live, which is one of my favorite songs off that album. So I mean, again, they did the full 15 minute of the song Iowa. So to see all 14 of those songs live, I would have been oh, that would have just been something different. Gone off. Oh yeah, because again, when we saw them, they only saw one Iowa song, and again, yeah. favorite Slipknot album. So that would just would have been the coolest thing to see. Mm. I think. Yeah, that was. I like seeing them live though. Oh yeah, uh, I think I'm they're one of the best live Joey. bands I've ever yeah. seen. I'd put them in top ten for sure of my live they have bands. They're really I've seen. good uh, stage presence. Yeah, that the energy they bring. They just get a crowd going. Everything. Oh yeah, even just like the crowd around us was just like enjoying it. They were having a good time. You know, getting rowdy. But I, the biggest thing for me is. I mean, obviously, Corey Taylor adjusts every time he gets a new mask. But, dude, like, I can't even imagine trying to sing and scream and in that mask oh, no. while running around and something that's – I've never seen him in shorts, like, on stage. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. It's got to be exhausting in those masks, and they wear it from start to finish. I think it was – I want to say it was Josh Todd from Buckcherry asked Corey, like, to borrow his mask for, like, a Halloween set. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, he couldn't even get through the sound check. Josh Todd, just because, like he said, it was so hot in the mask. So for them to wear that mask for like an hour and a half every night. Dude, I could have sworn I read somewhere where Corey Taylor said, like, there's been a few times he's almost passed out because of how crazy. Oh, I believe, it. I believe like, that how hard sure. it's how hard it is to get off after a show. Yeah, I believe that 100. percent Yeah, I want. I mean, he's obviously that's got to be more challenging than Stone Sour that set. Oh, of course. All in yeah. general, which stuck yeah, again, Stone Sour, he's not wearing a mask, and it's usually usually when they play, it's shorter set. Well, didn't Corey Taylor do that uh, acoustic tribute to Chris Cornell to fill mm-hmm. in his place for that Soundgarden? Yeah, he did like slot. I forgot what songs he did. He only did like two of them. I think he did "Hunger Strike," "Temple of the Dog" song, and then Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here." I think is what yeah. he did. But yeah, they did, did like a video. But yeah, 
that would have been definitely last year was cool but it was kind of a bummer because well one chris cornell died and uh it rained like all most those of the weather time stuff kept, oh yeah but like all the other years they let us stay in the uh vicinity this this last year if it rained they kicked you out what because the, they yeah, didn't they, want people getting because there's a new so what what is i heard what's lightning. going on with that is the law there's like a new law in play and it's going on with nfl games now too you have to leave like if lightning is within eight miles of the, the location it's by law you have to evacuate. Everybody thought it was like, oh, festival promoters don't want any liability. Well, that yeah, they don't want yeah, any liability true. because they said like you have to shut down for this period of time until lightning passes or whatever. So I mean, I understand that stuff. Sure, it's frustrating, but can't really do much well, about it. Can't control Mother Nature. <laughs> well, it's frust. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it was frustrating because uh, was it Saturday or Sunday? Oh, there's one day where I remember a lot of you guys left. It was like you. Your mom and Chris. Oh, there was there was like one yeah there was one day where it was just yeah us three stayed, just for that one day or we yeah we just we the only ones who even went up the one day. Well, I, yeah, I was. I think it was. What day did do you remember what day Pierce the Veil played? I think it was a Friday. That day, yeah, that's that was when we had that big delay during the afternoon. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I was bummed. I've seen Pierce the Veil before, but I haven't seen them play any of their new stuff. So they it got good. it got delayed, and then. By the time they reopened, I figured um, they weren't even going to play, but they just pushed everyone's time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was that's pretty bummed. much what they did. I was like, oh, well, yeah, live ended up it. closing the night. I did the What's up? Live ended up closing the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually did. I just read about the Corey Taylor tribute. I just saw what he did. We didn't even stay for that. It's like yeah, during Live's last either. song, we left. Hmm. So, I mean, but caught a few within that. I was happy to stay for Gojira that night, too. Yeah. Which is like, again, overseas metal. You know how that goes. I think that's the toughest thing, though, is like, I love the headliners most of the time, but that traffic afterwards, even that like traffic's the worst. Dude, when I we would leave like <laughs> halfway through, and still it would be a madhouse. What you have to do is you have to leave like during the last song, not like a few songs, not like before the encore. It's like during the the absolute last song. You, that's when you leave, like well, right when that starts to play. That's it's pretty laxed around then. Uh, if you force your way out, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know what's wise. funny though. Like this year when me and my mom went, I think the headliners were it was Tool, Avenged Sevenfold, Alice in Chains. You know what night was the hardest to get out of? Alice in Chains night. Really? Yeah, we were like in two hours. Hmm. Like for that, I was surprised too. Did I, I don't know if there's like an accident not, that happened. I didn't see Tool, huh? That's it a was, bummer. Yeah, they were good. I was a fan. Damn. Hmm. This year though should be interesting. That's a cool festival. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like it's got a cool lineup. Kind of sucks, though. It's not called Rock in the Range anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know. Legal issues. Huh? Legal issues. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's uh, kind of a reborn type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it is the same thing, just different name. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was hoping name. Slipknot was going to be one of the ones to play this year, because that's one I wouldn't mind seeing whenever. Again, Dude, but because it's just it down, that's gonna be sick. That'd be sweet. You're the panda. <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's like Arabic, is Armenian, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're they all are Armenian. Are they? Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was just him. I didn't, I didn't pay mm-hmm. attention that much. Yeah. I guess growing up, I wasn't as big as System as most people. Like I knew most of their hits, but I, I was because of how obscure they are. Yeah. And how, but, Matt, but Matt actually got me. Very talented. Yeah. They are, yeah. Um. 
The one song I could play on drums is Chop Suey, and that's it. I like Ariel's. That's the one I can do. On Ariel's is cool. Oh, I could probably do that if I listen to it. But um, they had a lot of good stuff. It's just that like I I got drawn to them so much because mm-hmm. their uh, Surge Tanky and their vocalist just made the weirdest sounds while he was singing or screaming, and it it still made sense. It wasn't like this guy's an idiot. It's like yeah. oh yeah, that's cool. Chop mm-hmm. Suey. I don't even know what he's saying. Wake up! But I love makeup. Yeah, he's like. Grab a bunch of you wanted to. Oh man, that was again part of that was part of that part early, of that time, yeah. early two thousands yeah. again. Like you talked about, like that, you talked about Lincoln Park last last it's time. Like that post, not that post grunge. Like there was like that weird time between like new metal. Yeah, it was like yeah, like new metal, right? Mm-hmm. It was like obviously Lincoln Park, Slipknot, um, System of a Down, Corn, Corn was Corn. involved in that. Um, Fred Durst. Uh, but it was cool. It was cool because what do you say? Fred Durst. Fred Durst. <laughs> Fred Durst. <laughs> I did it all for the. <laughs> um, stick it up, yo! Stick it up, yo! Uh, System of a Down. Though what I thought was really cool was they did uh, hypnotize and mem- mesmerize within like a year. They did, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they did, which is cool. But did I have those uh, flipped? Uh, uh, no, you're right. Right. You're, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't know which one came huh? first. Yeah, Ma- Mesmerize is first like and Hypnotize is yeah. second. But yeah, they said they were like the one of the first bands or like since like the 70s to have like two like two platinum albums in the same year or something. I hated Scars on Broadway. I never listened to them. Honestly. It was a joke. Like when I saw they were on the thing, I was like, who? I'll be <laughs> honest, I didn't know. Like they just weren't, weren't one I was familiar with. I mean, there's always those names that you have no idea who the hell. I just wish they yeah, came mine up. was Gorgia. I had no idea who. Gorgia, 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 or whatever. You don't like Gorgia? I've never listened. Dude, Gorgia, to Gorgia is pretty you'd, sweet. You'd, you'd probably. I mean, you'd, like like I, I you'd like them. I would like You would like them. You'd like. You'd like. Yeah. yeah I mean, as soon as you, somebody's like, yeah, they're like Swedish, like metal. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Well, That's all you gotta say. They're yeah. badass. Because <laughs> once you get a band from overseas you're like okay they're gonna be oh yeah that's why i like most australian bands are sick yeah just give me a band that's fresh off the boat that comes over here and like can't speak any english besides what they're singing yeah like those singing english but like well that's how volbeat is they're straight from denmark like pretty sure i don't don't know is michelle from sweden i don't know i don't know i don't think they're american (laughs) at all no have you listened to michelle or no uh no, but I, I showed I you a song. I've showed you a song by him. I think so. I th- a lot of people bleed. I showed you. I showed him yeah, bleed. bleed. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. reference them. Mm-hmm. So I uh, saw them. Was it 2017 summer? They opened for Megadeth and Meshuggah blew Megadeth. Out oh of the yeah. Water. Oh yeah. Like it was. They're way more tight. You went to one, that one? No, I've never seen them live. Oh. They no, were, I saw Gorgira live though. Because you're something else live. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. They were one I like accidentally caught. Like it was during all those delays the one year mm-hmm. like, where they changed all the set times, and I was just looking for someone to see. And it was like, like you know how they had like two bands play at the same time. So they were like them or some forty one. I'm like I'm not gonna absolutely see not some forty one. So I was like I guess I'll see Gojira. Everyone loves that song, and I want to break my neck every time. Oh, you go to any college party, you just hear like forty white kids. It's like that when we were young, huh? the Killers. It's like that song. Uh, <laughs> coming out of my cage and I've been just yeah, right yeah, side. I met, dude, when I was in Nashville, dude, it was like they had so many live bands playing down mm-hmm. uh, I think Broadway Street. Right. And, dude, it's 
I mean, every bar has at least one stage for like the whole quarter mile. Oh, I've heard, yeah. And wow. all you hear, I, you, I must have heard Covers. that. Dude, I heard, well, yeah, but I heard that song probably like 200 times. Mr. Brightside? Oh, yeah. And like oh, in God. two days. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, if like, I would have saw like kids I grew up with and some of my friends like now in college, like they're always going back to like, yeah, throwback. Like, let's listen to like, I'm right, Sin's Not Tragedy or. Like some stuff like that, hey, or don't, like don't the dog killers. panic. And I was like, I will, I will yeah. fight for panic at the disco to my death. Mm. I, I mean, I like it, but like when, all, like, when you hear it seven hundred times at a college party, it's not even that. Mm. Like, there's some good no. old school panic. Yeah, like, wow, it's amazing. We just went from Slipknot to Panic at the Disco. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know how that just. <laughs> it's happened. interesting that but, how it happens. But like, what's the one song? Time to dance is good. Yeah, Off that album. Lying's the most fun. I like that one. So there's definitely good stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's a hard but, pass for me. Well, you can eat a rock. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I had no comeback for that. <laughs> um, but seriously though, when I'm like a few years ago when I was in Toledo, and we'd be like pre gaming or something, and that song came on, I'd probably just go to my room and just shut the door <laughs> and just party by myself. Just, <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but it starts off like did it didn't Is it? Song? Yeah, fat lip. Like, and everyone's like, Yeah, dude, this is so punk. And I'm like, Well, there are better punk songs. That's not really like, that's not even why a punk, don't you dude, play like pop, I don't know, know, any other Sum forty one <laughs> song? No. <laughs> no. No. Like how song? Like is here's an idea, why don't we uh, put on some Iowa instead? <laughs> oh, I've done that. <laughs> Pre-game Somebody, no, somebody's let me take over They're like yeah You get aux for like a half hour it's like don't do this to me I promise you This whole party's gonna vomit <laughs> yeah. so I, just put, I just put on like Death Angel Like some Slipknot mm-hmm. I think I mix it up I was like I will right, we'll go a little lighter Just put on Queens of the Stone Age Or something <laughs> But No That's it um, I, up on. I don't know Slipknot for me Wasn't really that band Where I can be so critical yeah, I think it's hard to be critical on that. Yeah. Just yeah. You know, once you hear it, you're just like, okay, it's heavy. And it just gets you moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like it's hard to sit, sit still and listen to Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so, like, when Andy and I were talking about Lincoln Park, like, I got really critical. I know. Did you? You? Mm-hmm. After uh, Meteora. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, when it comes to a day to remember, I know we're kind of going all over the place. Yeah. It's all good. It stops time. at homesick for me. Does it? Yeah. I think everything else was just kind of half assed. Right. You didn't like Common Courtesy? Uh, I like Common Courtesy, but then I I listened to it too much. Oh, okay. like the very first day it came out. Oh, okay. I I listened I was to say, it. Besides Homesick, Common Courtesy is probably my favorite. Yeah, the la- the Bad Vibrations one was okay. My biggest criticism of it was it felt too radio friendly to mm-hmm. me. It just felt like they were kind of following the trend of everyone else in their genre. That's yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. wasn't one of my favorites from yeah. them. I can't. What was the one before Homesick? Uh, before homesick was um for, for those who have heart. Okay. And then after homesick was uh the what separates me from you. What separates me from you? Which yeah, that one's good. That one's good. It's just what bothered me was the production. Like, if you listen, because I yeah. the one thing I listen to the most is the are the drums and mm-hmm. anything I listen to, and yeah. the production in their previous stuff, the bass drum hit really hard, and this one just sounded like it was like a muffled box. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't sound good at all. That's and that really bothered me. No, I, I, I can now that you today that I can see what you're saying about that. Mm-hmm. What, what was the first song on that album? Do you remember? Sticks and bricks. So sticks and bricks. I can't remember if it was that or second socks. Second socks is like I think fourth or fifth. And Fight. Didn't 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 didn't. 
Round okay. one, fight. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I first heard that song. I was ready to break someone's face. Oh, yeah. The, like, I can't remember which time we saw them. Or that was like, they, this was when like Violence was a new song. Okay. So they, they did that song and then Second Sucks right mm-hmm. from the get-go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which usually uh, they open Where were we? It was like was second that? stage one year. Rock on the Range? It was, yeah. It was like a second stage when they yeah. played one year. Now, now they just always open with Downfall. Duh, 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 duh. Um, oh, were you there that year? Uh, Nick, what's his name? Not, Austin. not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that him? That. We like a day to remember is just about to start, and he throws oh, he up everywhere. Vomits. Yeah, I and like, that. who took him? Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so took him to go get help because he like he. Had, it wasn't a heat stroke, but he like was. Just, I don't know what the hell. I will say though, it gets so. Was it rock in the rain? Yeah, dude. Oh it was my pretty god. hot. That gets, that stadium gets, gets so it hot. It gets ball sweaty. Oh my god. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, but well, yeah, again, you're packed like sardines in there. Yeah, it does. Thirty-five thousand people. The um, one of the guitarists threw a pick uh, from Memphis Mayfire threw a pick out into the audience, and I didn't. I wasn't looking at him. I was looking at Chris and Brett because there was something going on. For some reason, someone always has to try to start something with our group. I don't understand why. Oh, yeah. It just never fails every year. Nope. <laughs> and I was like, Cheryl. <laughs> he looks at me. I'm like, pick, find. <laughs> Here's Chris ducking through everyone, and he looks for this guitar pick, picks it up. He hands it to me. I'm like, God, you're just, you're great. <laughs> you're great. I just That's asked one. him to find it and because I, I saw it come flying out of the corner of my eye. And the people in front of me just stood there. I'm like, you guys just got hit in the face with a pick. Probably Pick it up. Probably too drunk. It's probably like, yeah. Those are. I mean, you, yeah. you don't see those coming. Like magic balls. Almost. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Plus, you got to be like real close to get one of those because you can only flick them so far. That's well, yeah. Place. Shout out to Kyle Howe. How Kyle? Uh, the one year Kevin from a day to remember threw his guitar pick out and Ke- or Kyle gave it to me. No, no, really, I didn't know. Yeah, that. it's pretty cool. And oh. I got I got it autographed by him afterwards. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's so hard to autograph wow. one of those. You'd be like, eh. dude, it's it's the tiniest yeah, thing. It's, barely... like, it's like a K from yeah. Kevin. Like that's it. Yeah, this could be anyone's K. <laughs> I've caught a couple guitar picks. I'm trying to think about one year at Warped Tour. I caught one from Lance from from Ashes to New. Mm-hmm. We did it, and the one time, I mean, my dad, we were like second row for Alice Cooper, Nita Strauss, who's one of my favorite guitar players. She tossed her pick out. I just like. <laughs> such a quick reaction like i just saw it going and i've never like he's like mickey mantle like, out there like freaking leaping for it he's like swiping on tinder it. and he just kind of grabs it he's <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah i wasn't letting that thing go yeah again, she's one of my favorite guitar players but... that's awesome yeah uh but yeah cool. but david always had the hookup like he knew someone who worked for monster can i say that or yeah. no okay didn't know if i could so i we would like all recap at the end of the night every mm-hmm. year David, like, yeah, I was hanging out in a press box, and this chick that uh, was an actress from Orange is the New Black was in there. I was like, David, where was I? He's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I was just hanging out. I'm like, sick invite. Yeah. I'm just kidding, dude. I had no idea she was there. I don't know who she was, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, just because I don't watch that show. But. I watched, like, the first few seasons, but, I mean, I think your mom told us that. That, like, yeah, that woman was in there. Yeah. I don't remember. Well... <laughs> oh, wow. oh man! Dude, some of those those, those uh, pre games though got kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, what the hell? 
there was one I went in early just because I didn't want to drink, so I just went on, went and hung out with somebody, and I, we we came back to with each other later for Parkway. Yeah, and people are like throw part of our group are like throwing up. <laughs> Half the group didn't make it into the stadium by the time it started. Oh, yeah. It was pretty it got, bad. It got well, bad. Was it hot outside too? No, Man, it was like no, cold. No. It's cold. just everybody drank too much. Huh. Outside I mean, of the they stadium. Got way too excited and pumped for the day. And it was like, like a lot of people left and then me, Matt, and Chris stayed for like a little bit longer and I was just like, What the hell happened? Like dude, issues sucked. <laughs> that was I think they were on the after parkway. So I've seen them three times and I've only seen like one decent performance out of really? them. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, they're like I said, that Sonic Temple pass on issues i don't know they're just they're another one too where it's like i won't hurry to see them like i've seen it i've seen it one too many times and so that's fine i remember uh after we saw parkway we got back to the hotel i posted a video of chris crowd surfing and mom too lost it oh yeah remember (laughs) that yeah i told you guys no crowd surfing and i was like oh shit that was bound to happen (laughs) oh well yeah, I mean, his own man. how often do we see Parkway Drive? And... That's true. They were good, I remember. Yeah. Parkway is something special. They are. Well, they only played, like, two old songs. When... That made me mad. I like their new albums, though. Ugh. You don't like the new Parkway? No. I think it's one of because my favorites this year. Because you go from, like, three albums of yeah. just, like, fast pace and very fast vocals, very fast everything, mm-hmm. to, like, this slowed down kind of, like, dad rock type. Dad, dad rock. Movie. Like, I, I don't know what to describe dad it, rock. but it's... Well, what's dad rock? With arms wide open. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't do that. I was telling, but Matt. it just it just it sounds different. It's not fast anymore. Mm-hmm. He still can do his screams, which is amazing. I was telling Matt, there's a video on YouTube of the one guy from WWE, Seth Rollins, who's his favorite band is Parkway Drive, and like he took like his like like a first date to like a Parkway Drive concert and like he was just like hanging out in the back but then I forgot what song he said came on but he's like yeah I'm going in and there's a video on YouTube of him like front row like the person's filming and he's behind he's like up front going like this like singing <laughs> every song so like he that's all so that just shows you Parkway moves the crowd too I know mm-hmm. like they've always I mean I've only seen him once but well the one year Warped Tour uh, it was Devil Wars Prada on the stage and Amazing. literally right after they got done Parkway started yeah so Chris and I are standing there watching. I think Brett was there too, mm-hmm. watching Delaware's Prada. Literally, once they're done, we booked it over. We're knocking people over just to get to Parkway Drive, and so we're standing there watching them, and we're just—it's insane. Like fast pace, people are just running everywhere, running mm-hmm. at each other. He, Winston, puts the mic down and he starts screaming, and I could still hear him without the mic. Like wow. this guy, these mm-hmm. Aussies are ridiculous. I will say that is one thing that I can't stand about festivals is like navigating, <laughs> like trying to get from stage to stage. Oh, yeah. dude, that's a nightmare. No, Especially is. when everybody just walks slowly. Everyone walks super slow. There's a lot of drunk Sometimes people wonder how that happens. Over. Like, I, like drunk people, yeah. but like, can you like put one foot in front of the other? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> how does that happen? You, you're like, what are you looking at? See Guns and Roses. Yeah, get out of the way. Some better's playing. <laughs> like, I remember they're like, I think there was a band this year. I just gave up fighting the traffic. I think it was going from like the main stage to like it was. I, yeah, I remember what it was. I was it was Greta Van Fleet, um, and I was going over to see a Treyu, and I was trying to get up close. Yeah, Rock on the Range. And yeah, this this past year, 2018. So they were playing, wow, and like a Treyu was there. I was like, I, I just there. I just stopped fighting the crowd at that point. I was like, no. Yeah. It's like I'm not doing that. <laughs> but no, that's always a fun one too. If you ever see a Treyu. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember the last. I think "Becoming the Bull" was the last song I heard 
from a trailer. That was like 2007 or something. Jeez. I don't know what year it was, but I think that was the last time. Did they put anything out? Yeah. They put some stuff out. Not like a ton, but they had an album come out a few years ago. And I think they just had one come out this year. You know what band? I, really, I tweeted about it last night. Uh, Fit for a King. Did I never got into know them. No, those dudes were so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to listen to them. I never got into them. I remember they closed the Warp Tour out, but then I was... I didn't stay for them just because I was covered in paint from Guar, and I was just like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, because it was like it was like hate breed Guar, like right oh, back wow. to back, like two stages thing. So yeah, like yeah, hate breed yeah. played over here and Guar played over here, so it was like madhouse for me. I never, I never seen got, so many people covered. injured after after a upset than hate breed. Not I, loose. Yeah, Not I saw loose. so many people <laughs> injured after. I was like, oh, dude. There was a picture that was tweeted from someone who worked at Warp Tour, I think. I retweeted it. Yeah. Remember? It said like uh most emergency calls. Most emergency calls to a stage. It was like five or six bands and did you see every band had one but knock loose had like seven. Yeah. Did you see like that snowed in lineup at the Agora? Yeah, that looks sick. I'm debating. I, There's only a couple I like, but that, those couple that I like are actually really good. Like the ones like I'm not huge on Knuckle Puck. Uh but Knock Loose is headlining, so that'd be good. The other one, Bane, which we've talked about before. Bane's, Bane's sick, sweet. Yeah. And then uh, one I actually saw a few weeks ago, open for Cane Hill with Sharp Tooth. Yeah, that they, uh, they were, female fronted. Yeah, they were interesting. Like I did, I only listened to them a couple of days previously before, and then I saw them live, and that's what like them in the studio compared to them live is so different. Like in the studio, you're just like, okay, yeah, I get it, but then seeing them live, like she's crazy on stage, like screaming, like yelling, just like. Kind of like a uh, female, like less taken down Jason from Fever, but like mm. she's all like bouncing all over the stage. Okay. That's what I told her after. I guess because she was just hanging around. And I talked to her after. I said, you know, the studio is amazing, but seeing you guys live is just a whole different story. And I know she's like big on like the whole, you know, she's getting her message out there about like the sexual assault stuff. So that's good for her Yeah. to do that. And they do that. I think they're they're like all huge dinosaur fans. So... That's where like Sharp Tooth came from. Oh really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. They were cool. I kinda took it as a rip off as Bear Tooth, but <laughs> I'm gonna be lying tooth. I'm gonna start a band. <laughs> I think the Harm's Way is playing that one too. Oh. I, I have to see good. that whole lineup. That I can't is remember. the scariest frontman I think I've ever seen. I can't mm-hmm. even this remember. Like, I don't know how tall, but he's shredded. Hmm. There's a couple you remember who is remember uh, the guy from As LA Dying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in God anymore and I want my wife dead. That guy, okay. man, he went through Is he some... back now? Yeah, I, yeah, they're back on the song. I know they're, they're back, back, but is he back as their frontman? I believe he is. Tim Lambiasis yeah. or whatever. I don't know why he's back. Money, money, money. money. All about that money. And that's what, they, they money came out with like out this, or? or just to get Adelaide Dying started oh, back again. Yeah. They came out with like that big like thing where they're all sitting around a table for like a half hour talking about all the feelings they were like saying and all that. And I was like, cut the crap. We know it's money. Like... I mean, yeah, I'm sure there were some things, but, like, yeah, why they started back up. He was on steroids at one point, too. Their drummer is insane. Yeah. That's really dang awesome. Dude, 94 hours. That's, that's like, one I've never seen, either. That's one I've never seen. Yeah, me either. That double bass part, 94 hours. That's, like, a summer 2019 tour. That's the one I might be interested in attending. Definitely has really dying. Dude, that guy's going to get a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, they do already. Well, I mean, like, signs and stuff (laughs) halfway through the set. The one murderer. Yeah. The one like um, new metal news site Metal Sucks or whatever they said they mm-hmm. will never post about Azali dying again, or something like that. I mean, yeah. That guy, yeah, he basically hired a, he yeah 
hired a hitman to kill his wife, found out the hitman was undercover. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean he had a company. Amused- but- <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they're old stuff. Like, I really like I forgot their, about them. Yeah, like, they're really, they're, their music w- is really good, but it's just that's, like, messed up that he did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember really posting an article when it first happened in this really douchey kid who's like huge into the local music scene was like this is complete bullshit no one just stops believing in god and wants to kill their wife and i'm like uh people are nuts yeah <laughs> so it's definitely possible have you, have you been around people yeah people are <laughs> they take steroids i mean yeah i mean who knows and all the other stuff he was taking too did yeah. you ever get into suicide silence no okay cool. <laughs> I won't get into that then. Um, I know, I know the story though. Like what goes on? Well, they just suck now. The vocalist they got. I'm not even gonna get into it. Um, <laughs> you don't like? The new, I like their new. That's I mean, I like story. him. I've heard it. I like the old stuff. Yeah, Mitch. Well, who's the one? Before, Mitch Walker. Yeah, before he died. Didn't he, like wipe out on his motorcycle or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's fun. I mean, the new guy. I thought he's holding his own at least. I mean, you could only do so much. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, again, a lot of those bands I never got too into, but As Like Dying was one I got kind of into. The one they, were, they were good, but I could never, like, go through the whole album. That was another band where I only liked certain songs off of, and I was content mm-hmm. with that. Wait, was that um when you saw that Hatebreed and Guar? Was that, was that the year? Breed. Was that when Hatebreed's? Uh, vocalist had to leave for that family emergency. Yeah, but it wasn't that show. But it wasn't that show, yeah. Jamie Joss was there that show. Okay. But yeah, that was it. But I remember the one Mayhem Festival. I wish I would have went. I was on I wasn't even driving yet. It was Slipknot, Slayer, I think if I remember this correctly, Slipknot Slayer, Motorhead, Anthrax. And then like the second stage it was like As I Lay Dying, Devil Wears Prada, Asking Alexandria, and Whitechapel. Whoa! I think I, uh, maybe upon a brain body. So like that was one year I was like, this this year's stacked. Too bad. I, I mean I ended up going. Wish I would have that like. I mean, except I think Prada sucks now. I personally think I'm sorry, but that that band's woes. irrelevant now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say. Like, no, don't that's, apologize. That's, I completely again. Agree. I that's a Ohio band. I but think I just I, I know Ohio. Yeah, because I know I know like they like their first like. Couple, Album, couple albums were real big, right? And then, mm-hmm. like, I haven't heard anything about them in, in a while. Long they've, time. they've released stuff, but he, I think he screwed up his vocals. Dirt, like, yo, that, I don't think he can. Well, if you scream. see him live now, he can't like finish he can't, the line. He can't scream. He can't He's like, his, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he can't even do his lows. <laughs> yeah, anymore. what is it, guys? <laughs> Pretty God, much, he can't yeah. do his lows anymore. No, um, he's yeah, he's torn. If apart. he does, he like cuffs the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, yeah, but like, yeah, I think the only like the last song I like liked by them was Sailor's Prayer. That was off eight eighteen. Yeah, and then I don't remember, when did that come out? Like two thousand fourteen, thirteen. I think so. Oh, that yeah. Now Transit I mean, Blues came out, and I was like, "What the hell is?" It's this? even at the point, like, even where I see they're like coming to town now, I'm just like, I, no. Even dude, at the when, even at we talked about the Foundry thing, but at the Agora too. Like even when I see them at the Agora, I'm like, I'm gonna have to pass just because I just wait, when oh if they come to the Agora yeah like I'm. You know, that's just... When I saw that they were coming to the Foundry, I said, one, no. Two, who puts that band in a small venue like that? That's just ridiculous. Although I would have loved to see Knock Loose in that venue. Yeah, that would have been huge. Yeah, I'm half tempted to do the Knock Loose at the Agora, possibly. But that's the thing, because I, I was going to go see that, that Columbus show they had with Beartooth. Oh, yeah. That got sold out, but mm-hmm. I would have gone and seen them and left. Really? 
I like I I haven't seen Knock Loose yet. I've seen Bear mm-hmm. before. But you guys, I mean, that's what I did. I went and saw one of my favorites. Live. I went and saw the Casey Strain at the Agora mm-hmm. not that long ago, and I only went for them and I left. I felt okay knowing Who that I spent. that bear tooth knocked loose? Wasn't it Siler? Yeah, I think so. Siler's like Attila, but good. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to get into <laughs> that either. That song about pizza. No, that's that, that's a horrible song. That's a horrible band overall. But, like, they had, like, that one album that there was, like, a couple of decent songs off of Chaos, which mm-hmm. was just, like, I was like, okay, I can see where this band's getting good again. And then they released that pizza song, and I was like, and I hate this band again. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, well, what can you do? Yeah. yeah. But all of those, I, I would cherish all those memories of uh, Rock on the Range. Like, that, those were some special years. Those oh, yeah, good definitely. Times, you know what the I other thing a lot is? Of... Just, like, over the years I've went, too, just, like, all the different things I've seen there, like, band-wise. Yeah. Like, you like this should even be, say, you saw stuff in this stuff, like, from Marilyn Manson to... Uh, that was annoying. It was cool, but it was annoying because after every song, he just threw the mic on the ground. <laughs> uh, there was one where his microphone had like a knife coming out of it, like yeah. the end, and he just like stuck it in the ground and it stayed up. I'm, but like, I'm from Canton, uh, Ak- Akron, Ohio, Canton. <laughs> I don't give a shit. The beautiful people. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Well, even like, what was? Did you stay for like, um, the one year there was like the Axel Run Guns and Roses even played the one time. I think I saw some of their stuff. Yeah. Oh, we didn't stay for the whole set. I remember that. Yeah. Just because, you know, that was the long one. But I'm trying to remember just getting stained countless times. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, Brett. Papa Roach. Yeah. Brett and I were walking past the stage because we had, there was a, there weren't, uh, there was not a band that we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And I think this was like my third year in. And I hear this guy screaming, like this long exhale scream. We go over and it's a band called Red. That's how I found oh, out yeah, about Red. Red, Red yeah. Was sick. Rock. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever He's got some good screams. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what song. Breathe Into Me. It's like their yeah. big song. But yeah, he's got some good screams on mm-hmm. that one. But yeah, uh, that's another I've thing. You discover a lot of bands yeah, there, too. Yeah. I know I've seen, I've probably seen Red two or three times. Mm-hmm. I was front row for him once. Really, yeah. really, really good. Definitely. Band. Yeah, I think that's one you discovered. A uh, number one, Trey showed us. Like, he's like, hey, let's go check out this band, Avatar. I was like, all right, I got nothing else to do, you know? <laughs> so we went and saw Avatar, and they this was like their first time ever playing in the U.S. or something like that, and they were amazing. They're playing like that crap stage. Yeah. And yeah. They just blew it. It was great. The uh, I remember how psyched I was to see uh, Black Tide, oh, and then God. I met them, and that little oh. chode was so mean. Black Tide. Really? Dude, the singer was so full of himself. Everyone was super nice. Mm. Yeah. The singer was just sitting there like signing autographs and just – handing it down i'm like if you don't want to be here then just so, don't be here i guess i'll ask that who is the nicest and biggest dick musician you've ever met from like going to like the warp tours and all that that you've like got pictures with and stuff like that who's the nicest and who's the biggest dick all right so the the biggest him. dick was johnny craig i met him once all right in passing oh okay. and he was obliterated <laughs> I was like, dude, can I please get a picture and like an autograph? This was Warp Tour 2010. He goes, no. He was with Emerosa at the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, dude, I'm late for a signing. But like, I mean, I guess it wasn't much of a dick 
thing. I could probably find another one. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, no, man, I, I can't. Come to the tent later. I'm late. He had some, like, hooker with him. Like, I don't know. It was weird. The nicest. That's a tough. Oh, Garrett Rapp from The Color Morale. Okay. I got this. We sat there and talked about, like, our personal struggles before mm-hmm. he even went on to, to play. And I was, it oh, was wow. in Toledo. Yeah. But I would say the biggest dickhead, though, was probably the guy from Black Tide. Hmm. Wow. He was such a jerk. Wow. I think, what about you? I think biggest dick was when I was at the APMA's after party, and I met, ran into Derek from Sum 41. And I was just like, I was like, you know, I might as well, you know, get a picture with him real quick. And I, you know, I went up to him. And I was just like, you know, hey, how you doing? And, you, you know, I was like, you mind if I get a picture with you real quick? And he would not say a word to me. He just, like, would be like, kind of, like, shake his head. And I was like, oh, I think that's a yes. So he's like, I, I just realizing, handed. Like he's outdated, and he's probably just because I wasn't a fake fifteen-year-old tit girl, <laughs> probably. I think, but uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, and I took a picture with him. It's like, thanks so much. And I was like, you know, you guys are the best band like that played that night because I thought they did have a good performance at that APMA's where I saw them. What what year was that? Like 2015 or something like that, where they played. And I thought they, was they that came the one where Machine Gun Kelly was running around? There? Yeah. I was there. There was yeah, and they went on with a DMC from Run DMC for that one. And I was like, "You guys did great with DMC and everything." And just like, and just like walked away. I was like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry to bother you, sir." Nicest, uh, I it might be a toss up because the guys from From Ashes to New are always super cool. Mm-hmm. Like they're always willing to talk for a bit. Like they got nowhere to like. Like it seems like they have nowhere to be. Like they're. It's not like I just sign your thing or take a picture and then run away. Yeah. Like they're always you know willing to talk to people. So I think them, and I thought Jason. Yeah, I would nice. say Jason too. You know, even though like I mean, he was in a hurry just because it was a small place, so many people want to meet him. But he actually didn't take the time to like acknowledge you. He'd actually take the time to like say, you know, what's up, real quick. Took the time for a picture. And he's you know in, he was in a good mood too. That's another thing. Yeah, you know, so Garrett Rap from the Color Morale played. They played a show with our last night. Okay. And I, when I went to go get an autograph from R last night, those dudes were such dickheads because really? mm. they were all wasted at the bar. Like, yeah, sure, I'll sign the fucking thing. Well, fuck you. Now they're this really shitty cover band. Mm. The only way they're staying. Yeah, they're yeah only I was going to say, isn't that that cover I band? hate R last night. The only way they're staying relevant right now is taking all the popular songs and turning it into this poppy hardcore. I hate to say it, but that's cover. pretty much how I prevail got big. Okay, but yeah, but they didn't. They only did uh, blank space, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like they wouldn't be nobody without that song. I mean, but, I think they, cool, I think like, they are amazing. But, but like our last be. night has to cover every. Yeah, song but they that have to cover. Out. That's like a different. Yeah, no, I know. I like I prevail that, yeah. too. So, so our last night has like two or three albums, and they suck. Hmm. Like the original stuff sucks. Well, yeah, I don't understand how like a cover band can get that big unless like unless it's something like Jason Bonham, what he did with like. Continuing his dad's legacy. Cover band of his own dad's band. Yeah, I mean, if it's something like that. He's filling in for him, all right? There's a difference between just a bunch of randos playing weird songs. And then you got somebody <laughs> like Jason Bottom carrying on the Led Zeppelin stuff. Mm-hmm. Or Zach carrying on the Black Sabbath stuff. Like, that's something different. But Yeah. I don't know. I will say. What about you? I saw. It was actually before I really got into Lamb of God. It was before you I. met one of the dudes from Lamb dude of God. Dude, in passing, yeah. So I was walking, it was at OzFest, uh, would have been like 07, I think, when they had it at Columbus before that Cabela's, like, and that whole shopping center was there, Polaris, uh-huh. um, down at Columbus. 
and uh, I saw I I saw them, and like I said, it was kind of before I was really big into them, but like I knew who they were, and I liked a couple of songs, and I was like, dude, like, and then like some people were giving high fives and stuff, and and then they're like, oh yeah, like that's uh that's the singer, that's Brandy Brandy Bly, the singer from um from Lamb of God, and I was like, oh dude, and, but that was like kind of before they even really were that big though, like they were they were big obviously because yeah. they were know they were pretty much right they were played right before ozzy but um and like i then i saw him again like hey man like i can't wait to see you guys play like thanks man quick high five like just in passing it was pretty Mm -hmm. cool like this just what about the worst uh this was in passing too Mm -hmm. um but um i we were i think it was i think it was um i can't remember if it was that but i think it would have been zach wilde actually really yeah i don't know if he's like in a bad mood or something like we saw him walk. I can't remember. We, I can't remember which one it was. It was at one of the. It might have been Rock on the Range. Was there Ozfest or Rock on the Range? I can't remember. We saw him in passing, and people were like, "Hey, man, like, what's up?" He's like, "He's like, leave me alone, guys. Like, I got stuff to do." And he's like, kind of walking, like, kind of walked away from us. And we're like, "What?" Like, so I mean, I don't <laughs> I know. Mean, I don't know if he's just like in a rush, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I got shit to do." He or, is always a busy guy, though. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't think he meant anything. But I was looking but, up. Like that guy just never stops touring ever. Mm-hmm. Like he's always, so he, he, he said, time. like, he's like, I always, I just like to work. Like, yeah. once he's off with Black Label, he goes with Ozzy. Yeah. And he'll do, or then he'll do like a solo run. Like, he just never stops off the road. Like, I was like, how do you, you know, have you checked on your wife and kids? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember uh, one warp tour. I don't remember what year it was, but I kept talking to all these uh, guys and bands just like in passing. Mm-hmm. And finally, Brett goes, dude, how do you know all of these people? Social media. I yeah. don't know. I follow these bands. Pretty much mm-hmm. I was too. Yeah. I uh I went up to Derek from State Champs. Oh, really? And I was like, dude, what's up? And he goes, I like. I'm like, yeah. You remember me? He's like, where was it? I remember. I'm like Peabody's. He goes, yes, Peabody's. I remember that show. He's like, I I miss Peabody's, and I went, I don't. Yeah. I, <laughs> I it, was, it was very nerve wracking to be at Peabody's. <laughs> that was the cool thing about Warp Tour though, because there was no backstage at Warp Tour necessarily. So people, so a lot of the they bands were walking were around all the time. Like, that's how I was this year. Like, I just saw Isaac and a couple of the other guys from Knock Loose just hanging out. Those guys are funny. And, like, this was, like, after their signing or whatever, because I'm not going to go during their signing, but there were still, like, people hanging out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, are you guys did a great job today. You guys cool for picture and all that? And they were like, absolutely. You know, they were – that's what I like. That's what you like to hear, though, you know, just about, you know, guys that have that, you know, are willing to do that kind of stuff. Not necessarily go out of their way, but yeah. are cool with everything like that. But that's – yeah, but Warped there you always there's always – just people hanging around their tent stuff there's like that. Uh, we gotta wrap it up but uh there's one band i've been listening to a lot lately is kublai khan heard of them that band goes hard i think they're on that snowed in oh really they could be i'll have to check hmm. the lineup up in like a second yeah see if i can pull that up but yeah, i can't think of too many other people that i've met that i think just really those two i've had johnny craig and that kid from black tie were the only two hmm. they were kind of jerks yeah, everyone really else has been like super cool experiences yeah um all right so before we sign off what's what's your guys favorite slipknot song could be off any album off any album yeah so i think i think it actually actually might be one off of iowa i'll shout a couple out of iowa because it's hard to pick it but i say it'd be a tie a three-way tie between disaster pieces left behind and the Heretic Anthem, I think. Actually, I'd say it's just more of a, t- a two-way tie between <laughs> disa- disaster I, no, I'm not even like left behind, probably. 
You know what? Fuck it. Disaster pieces. Disaster piece. All right. So you said from anywhere? Yeah, any album. Hmm. Can you go first? Yeah. All right. Um. Okay, this is tough for me too. Um, but I'd probably have to say "Sick" is probably my favorite. Yeah, well, I think it's sick. Yeah, so. well, that's a I sick song. Sick. Well, sick, sick is sick. Well, I think it's sick. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my two are probably surfacing a disaster piece. Yeah, I yeah. think sad. Disaster I, I mean, surfacing, but but like I said, I I said one. <laughs> but number two it's would be surfacing. <laughs> you know, with, with a band like that that has such a catalog, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been an awesome episode. This has oh, been yeah. this has been the Iowa slash other slash slash not. You know that's what, that's, that's what I like. Slash. You know this is the thing though. What you see is what you get, kind of thing. This is like however a normal conversation would go with me, Matt, and Andy. Like just like yeah. be all over the place like yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's, it flows good though. I like yeah. it. Oh yeah, I love it. I yeah. love how because yeah. now I have to think of how what to call this. <laughs> I think you call it the Slipknot music talk slash rock on the range talk <laughs> slash, slash uh, some warp talk slash slash music talk slash people we met talk. We slash. should well that would be even cool one too like people we've met. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we just did that. I mean, there, I've met more <laughs> people than Garrett Rapid. That shitty our last night band. <laughs> oh, All right, well this has been a fun episode, David. We'll definitely have you on this again. Has been, this has been good. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might. My throat yeah. hurts. Huh? Send me my check for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's <laughs> no, it's right. always fun being on here. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll have you back soon. Of course. All right, cool. Happy to be here.